Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Kammer, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its Fusion programming. Today, we are going to take a look at MLW Fusion 121. So let's just skip the pleasantries and jump right in, shall we? Our show starts off with a video package uh, hyping up the main events for the evening. Laredo Kid versus Leo Rush in a title unification match. Mr. Laredo Kid happens to be the AAA Cruiserweight Champion. And Mr. Leo Rush happens to be the MLW Middleweight Champion. Uh, tonight, only one man can walk out with both belts, and we will see who that will be. We get our infographics, and we are welcome to the show by Rich Bocchini and Mr. St. Laurent. Uh, they let us know what's kind of going on for the day. It looks like Calvin Tankman is returning to action. Alicia, too, will be interviewing Richard Holiday. We got a Bakley Brawl update, and we'll get to see Injustice take on Contra in a tag team match. But first... Our first match of the evening, ACH versus Brian Pillman Jr. Hey, Brian's still with the company. Hey, good on him, I guess. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, rumors say he doesn't want to be. Um, and that feeling may be mutual because Pillman gets the jobber insurance this week. He is already in the ring. No music, no fanfare. Just to note that, you know, he's not that easy uh, of a competitor to just a steamroll. It's going to be a tough match for ACH tonight. Um, though, after seeing his match with Mil Mortes, I don't know. Okay, that's a lie. I mean, ACH is about the size of Mil uh, Mill's dinner, so it, you know, it might actually be, you know, a side-by-side -side equal matchup. Uh, ACH also still sporting the DDT, uh, DDP special, that is taped ribs, for those of you all not getting my inside jokes there. Um, and as the match starts, uh, Team Filthy makes an appearance on the stage. Uh, they've had a minor feud with ACH dating back to the restart and the Opera Cup. And it was supposedly members of Team Filthy that beat up ACH prior to his match with MLW champion Jacob Fatu. Will there be shenanigans? I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. As for the match itself, it starts out with some feeling out, uh, just working some holds, trying to get some leverage, trying to get some offense. Uh, and Pillman gets to take control early, working over those injured ribs. ACH tries to make a comeback with boots, but gets power slammed for his efforts. Uh, they do build back again. Uh, ACH builds up to a comeback, and we have our spirit battle. You know, chops and strikes and, come on, hit me harder! Which I feel like is a terrible strategy in a combat sport, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just a 35-year-old man living in my mother's basement screaming at a microphone. But they has that spirit battle. Um, eventually... Pillman kind of takes control again, goes up top, and ACH hits his, like, matrix kick where he just kind of, like, runs up the turnbuckle and just does the uh, Guile Cyclone kick from Street Fighter. Uh, kind of takes Pillman out of the game, uh, follows it up with a big brain buster for the 1-2-3. ACH wins. Uh, short, relatively sweet match. Um, my little thing is to kind of go along with the Mill Mill Mortes match is that Pillman really doesn't want doesn't appear to really want to be there. Uh, match was I mean 
technically sound for the most part, but just didn't seem to get out of first gear. Everything just kind of seemed to be a step slow. Um, so I, I don't know if it's just kind of Pillman's not heart, uh, Pillman's heart's not in it because there had been rumors. Well, by rumors, I mean, he's come out and said, uh, that he's asked for his release, um, from the company. And this is just him not really wanting to go through things or if it's just him and ACH didn't click or just a combination of the both of both those things, but it just kind of things seemed off. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, we put ACH over a bit, which, uh, which is what it was supposed to do is they're really kind of getting behind him now, despite not having the most stellar win loss record in the company. Um, but as I'm ranting on about this team, filthy starts circling the ring as Pillman ditches. Um, eventually Phil, uh, team filthy does enter and attack ACH, uh, doing a three on one beat down before the Von Eric boys show up and even up the odds, take everyone out of the ring. Uh, the three, well, I guess we'll call them victors, victors of the skirmish and victor of the match, even though the guys they ran off had nothing to do with the match. Uh, note that Texas boys got to stick together. Uh, so, you know, Team Filthy can bring it. Bring it, Team Filthy. Especially though you're going to bring it to their island because that's probably where they're all going to meet again. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. That seems logical. It's supposedly in Hawaii. The Von Ericks actually live in Hawaii, despite calling themselves Texas boys. Um, but, yeah, never mind that. Last week, it was made known that IWA Puerto Rico was going into uh, the red, financially speaking. And the owner of Azteca Underground Limited had offered to buy IWA Puerto Rico. Uh, we cut to Savio Vega, who is going to let us know that IWA is not for sale. Times may be tough, but IWA Puerto Rico is for the people. And the people also stick together. Ah, that part is just me making things up. Uh, but because IWA is for the people, he can't sell to some shady rich guy. Uh, his money is worth nothing in the islands. Also last week, Los Parks were victorious, uh, retaining their tag team championship against TJP and Buku Dao. Uh, after the match, uh, TJP and Dao were rightfully frustrated and... TJP kind of took it up on Dow, shoving him to the ground and refusing a handshake. Uh, neither athletes' camps could be reached for comment, according to Bocchini. Um, they're looking at some strife between the two. And, you know, that should be a good way to help establish Buku Dow, because he really hasn't done much in MLW so far. And let's face it, like, I just kind of want to see TJP get the taste slapped out of his mouth, because he's, you know... My humble opinion, as a broadcast journalist, is he's kind of a tool. So let's just do that stuff. Let, let Dow talk with his fists for once. You hear that, Dow? Talk with your fists. Also, I have not forgotten that you have to talk to me with your fists, too, because I butchered your name that one time on air and refused to edit it. So you, you get to slap the taste out of my mouth. I haven't forgotten that either. But hopefully he's forgets and he's like everyone else and doesn't listen to this podcast. And we'll just move right along to our next matchup. It is Zenshi versus the returning question mark uh, Calvin Tankman. Uh, this is actually a rematch. Uh, Zenshi is looking to 
get into the win column, especially at the expense of Tankman. So good luck there, boy. Um, but, you know, Fighting Spirit, man, he is the Spirit Dragon, so he's got to give it his all. Um, and he is going to have to give it his all to, you know, take care of uh, the heavyweight hustle. Because uh, Tankman's a hefty 355, and then she is uh, like 170 soaking wet, maybe. I don't know. I forget what his official tagline is, but he, he tiny, comparatively speaking. But they still has match. Uh, Zenshi tries to outspeed Tankman and does pretty well at, you know, sticking and jiving and uh, jabbing and moving. Uh, gets several kicks in. Uh, finally kind of gets Tankman in the corner and hits him with multiple drop kicks to the upper chest and face. And all that seemed to really do is anger Tankman. So he just drop kicks the shit out of Zenshi. As one is wont to do, I suppose. Uh, Spinebuster gets two on the Spirit Dragon. And Tankman is just tossing Zenshi around, as you'd expect. You know, a guy that big taking on a guy that small, comparatively speaking. Uh, but he does go for a standing shooting star uh, press. Misses that, uh, which is just impressive that a guy that big can do a standing shooting star press. Um, now we just got to work on hitting it. But, you know, still impressive nonetheless. I'm not sure I can do a standing shooting star press. And I, I'm 120 pounds lighter than Tankman. Uh, then she gets to hit one of his own, though. He really tries to stick in uh, the offense, sticking and moving again, get, trying to build up the speed, but just gets pounced for his efforts. Uh, Tankman hits a Big, big clothesline for two, turns Zenshi inside out, but still only gets the ten count, or two count. He, uh, Zenshi spirits up again, goes for another kick flurry, uh, but Tankman just powers forth, catches him in the Tankman driver for the win. One, two, three, hits this, uh, that, that Steiner screwdriver-esque maneuver. Uh, Zenshi is now 0-2 against Tankman, but a valiant effort uh, really showed that he was going to take, he really kind of took everything Tankman gave him and really didn't give up until he was just dropped directly on his head. And to be fair, a lot of us, you know, kind of stopped taking things uh, when you get dropped on your head directly. So, you know, that's fair. But Spirit Warrior is 0-2 against Heavyweight Hustle. Up next, we get footage from the Bakley Brawl. Joseph Samael offers his unique brand of commentary, noting that Hammerstone, Alexander that is, has failed in his attempts to oust Contra, and now Samael has called Mads back for further preparation for his new goal. The total elimination of Alexander Hammerstone, which I thought was his current goal. that di So he didn't need to be in the mountains of Kathmandu or the Ty Siberian tundra, uh, etc., etc., etc. We get some brief footage from earlier in the day. Leo Rush is walking through the parking lot with his bags. Uh, Rush notes that... Today's match, well, tonight's match is a foregone conclusion, victory, and dual championship for the man of the hour. Uh, he also pays the cameraman to carry his bags. All right, we are going to take a brief pause for the cause. Check out my sponsors. Let me rattle on coherently about Anchor and whatnot, and I will catch you guys in a minute. 
Now, whether you're someone who works out, or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Ray's Energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Ray's provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Ray's Energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com. And while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CASS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. All right, we are back uh, with Alicia Toot. She is Zooming with Richard Holiday. Those two go way back, so this should be a lot of fun. And by way, way back, I mean, she's tried to interview him all through uh, the quarantine and the pandemic when there was no real wrestling, and they don't get along at all, and it's mildly hilarious. Uh, but this interview does not last long because Toot just really lays it in right away, accusing Holiday of of uh, coordinating the match with dis- uh, disgraced N- NBA referee Tim Donahue. Um Holiday takes offense to these accusations of chicanery, notes that he is friends with Donahue, and if Fajit wants to keep this up, he she can talk to his father-slash-lawyer. We get the MLW Top 10. Uh, the list is as follows. Laredo Kid, Davari, Myron Reed, Mil Muertes, Richard Holiday, Mads Kruger, Leo Rush, Loki, Filthy Tom Lawler, and your number one for all perpetuity, Alexander Hammerstone, ya boy Hammer, who's been there for like 58 months consecutively now. I think that's the official number because I can't be bothered to go back and listen to my old podcasts to, you know, keep track of these things. But, you know, never mind stats. We should have a barn burner of a match coming up. It is a grudge match featuring Contra Unit members Davari and Simon Gotch taking on Injustice. Uh, these two groups have gone back over a year. Uh, again, Contra has taken out uh, former Injustice member Koto Brazil. And they've kind of, Contra and Injustice have been intertwined ever since. Um, match though doesn't get underway because before Injustice even makes it to the ring, Jacob Fatu appears and attacks both members of Injustice, uh, and we just gets the brawls around. Um, you know, quick, entertaining. It eventually finishes with uh, Injustice getting Jacob Fatu in the ring. Super kick, springboard cutter. Uh, makes Jacob roll and gets out. They get out of dodge by the I mean Contra, um, and that is our match doesn't get started instead we have fight which probably was more entertaining in the long run uh so we will see how this feud goes it's still going on and yeah fights baby but following this here brawl we have the filthy island control center still no sponsors for filthy island and it happens to be next week alicia too gives us the rundown looks like rocky romero azucar is making another appearance in mlw uh dominic guarini takes on hawaiian champion moana moana loa i think that's what they said and my writing's atrocious so i apologize but I have my concerns about who that is because that person does not even get an intro graphic. He just has the question mark shaded out thing. Um, 
It also, we get word that Filthy Tom has brokered a deal with Selena De La Renta, and it looks like we're going to get Mil Muertes versus Savio Vega in an Aztec jungle fight. Woo! Uh, so that should be fun, because uh, Savio works best now as a hardcore brawler, and Mill just kills everything set in front of him. And then we throw in the possibility of, like, jungle fever and poison spikes, and I'm all for that, baby. I'm excited for this. Uh, and then, last but not least, less excited, King Mo versus Loki. But anyway, so Filthy Island next week, and once again, I will demand that this take place either on a beach or someplace with a giant pool that someone can get tossed into there i'm not getting on the soapbox this week because they haven't shown me anything that i need a soapbox about filthy island so that is me screaming about filthy island we get our rundown post filthy island control center of the next month in mlw next week of course is filthy island uh, on March 3rd, we are getting a tag team title main event featuring Contra Unit taking on Los Parks. And on the 10th of March, we get an MLW heavyweight championship match with Contra's Jacob Fatu taking on Injustice's Jordan Oliver. Uh, so we might get to see the culmination of the Injustice Contra feud, or Contra will just continue to reign dominant and take uh, take most of MLW's championships in the process. It looks like it's time for our main event, title unification, title for title, the AAA Cruiserweight Champion Laredo Kid taking on the MLW Middleweight Champion Leo Rush. Uh, both gentlemen make their way to the ring. Uh, Laredo Kid starts things off really hot, like really taking it, trying to take it to uh reed and reed's just kind of confounded by the attempts of offense uh kid doesn't get like anything really solid in but has leo on the run uh rush is really trying to slow things down get some separation between the two uh to moderate success uh but laredo kid does get to take control uh hitting numerous forms and a side slam in the process uh rush makes a slight comeback with with some forms of his own and ends up dropping and choking uh, Laredo Kid on the ropes before taking him outside the ring. Uh, that outside the ring doesn't last long. There's really nothing flashy outside the ring. Uh, inside the ring, though, uh, Rush, or Rush just pounds away at Laredo Kid. Uh, just strikes. And like even at one point, just flat out ground and pounds. Uh, we do get a snap suplex for two. Uh, Laredo Kid makes a comeback culminating in a Michinoku driver number two variation and two moonsaults, but it's for not is just a two, a two count. Uh, Laredo kid starts working over Rush's legs with an Indian modified Indian death lock. Uh, Rush does bounce back and hits his rebound stunner doodad. Uh, and then finishes things off with a frog splash for the victory. One, two, three, uh, Rush is now your AAA Cruiserweight Champion and, of course, the MLW Middleweight Champion. Um, I'm surprised uh, that this uh, outcome was uh, you know, happened. Um, I knew MLW was working with AAA, uh, but I was really surprised that they would do uh, that. AAA would allow their title to change hands like this on American soil. Um, but you know, 
MLW is full of surprises, and tonight was just another one. And I will say, um, again, solid match. Uh, Leo Rush, despite me not being a big fan of him, has shown uh, that he can go. Um, and not just like, oh, do a thousand moves a minute, have great cardio. Um, he can work. Um, I'm not always a fan of his mic work as well, but he's toned it down. Some of the, well, the things that I find absurdly obnoxious that makes me just want to turn off the TV rather than listen to him. Um, and it really kind of hit his stride on the microphone, which we all knew he could talk. I mean, if you paid attention to his WWE run, you knew he could talk. Um, but he's really seemed to hit his stride, especially in MLW. Um, and he's had two very solid matches and then you could argue that his opponents has been really good, but you know, you you may, you may be only as good as your opponent at a certain level, but you got to make, you know, choices of how you do things in the ring as well. And his choices have been, well, quite good. Um, and they really note on commentary that it's kind of a surprise to see him slow things down. But then again, you know, you're taking on a luchador. Uh, it's best to slow things down as well. So logically speaking, even within the match, you know, those choices have shown uh, some maturity, which has been a kind of a question the last few years when it comes to Rush. Um, but after the match, Rush Get, eventually gets a microphone, kind of, sort of, mostly just screams at the top of the stage. Uh, but he further proves that he is the money weight, and people will have no choice but to listen to Rush. Um, and that statement serves as kind of uh, ironic because of his you know current attempt at a music career and his appearing in uh, MTV's The Challenge as well. Um, but yeah... Yeah, that is our show. That was the main event. Very solid main event. Uh, touch on the short side, but, you know, can't complain that much. I, you know, that's combat sports for you. Rather short. Um, and otherwise, you got Brian Pillman Jr., who evidently doesn't really want to be there. And uh, a, sol a solid showing from Zenshi, taking on the much larger opponent in Calvin Tankman. So overall, once again, you know, solid show. Not too much to complain about, which, you know, there's too much, uh, too much complaining in the world of wrestling social media anyway. So, you know, I do occasionally try not to jump on that train, but that's a lie. I jump on it all the time. Uh, though compared to where we were uh, last year, I dump on Jordan Oliver a lot less. So baby steps towards progress. And so maybe he can, you know, when next time he vanity searches and finds me dunking on him, he won't find me dunking on him, but kind of praising him. Anywho, praise. Praise everyone. Uh, thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for my further plugs and doings and goings-ons. And I will see you all next week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Word of mouth is very important to us small podcasts. If you'd like to support monetarily, you can do so in the following ways. First is my online tip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. That's C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. The second, if you like a bit more bang for your buck, is my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Casanova. Again, C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. Backers get the podcast early and ad-free, plus other exclusive goodies. Tiers start at just $1, so be like Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and CJ Boykin and join the follow train. Toot toot! 
course, all my social media links can be found in one convenient location at my link tree in the description below. Although my Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Cass. That is T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S. Thank you all for making it through this, and I'll see you next week.